We just keep running in this, this friggin' hamster wheel until we die? Or until we get boring and he ends us? Or we fight. Fight God. Without the gun. It's God, Sam. And he's coming for us. How the hell are we supposed to fight God? Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where we cover every single TV show of the episode. No. No, you nailed it. That's, that's wrong. <laughs> we cover every single episode of the TV show Keep Supernatural. Uh, we're mixing up our sentences today, everybody. That's that's the goal. Uh, we're back. It's Chris. I want to remind you what happens on every time we record an episode. This is the last <laughs> fifth episode of the season. That's painful. That's a, pa- of, that's of a hurtful podcast. thing. It's a that's hurtful, a hurtful thing, thing to say. That's a hurtful thing you're doing. Um, but it's so good. 
quick shout outs to all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week and a uh, huge shout outs to everybody that listened to the podcast from last week and has been nonstop tweeting meat man at us mm. a reminder we will retweet every time you sent us the you know <laughs> the words you, you meat said man. you said on twitter this is either the best or worst thing that's it's gonna be the worst we got a couple followers have from we the meat man train yeah okay we okay went, we, all, thought, we went up i haven't looked because i was i was fully expecting like there to be at least 30 people to go i don't even know i was following these guys to begin with now there's just yep. meat man everywhere i gotta get yeah. the fuck out of here um, well so th- thank you thanks. to thanks to all of the real ones out there tweeting us yeah. meat man if you know you know chris how are you doing today i'm doing good how are you i'm i'm pretty good i'm uh here for this episode i think i'm real mixed about season 15 my man i'm real um, all over the place i think that this is definitely an episode that benefited from the fact that we're watching it in the same week i think if we you know normally we watch one episode a week but this you know Mm -hmm. our schedule is a little mixed up so we recorded a couple days ago we're recording it now and i think having such a short distance in between the episodes helped to recontextualize everything i was seeing so before things started getting too heavy-handed and too obvious i was like oh that's what they're doing this is so i wasn't annoyed by it because i didn't feel like they dragged it out and made me wait mm-hmm. um if i had given it a little bit more distance like we normally do i might have kind of vaguely you know forgotten some of what happened last episode and been like well, what are we doing here what why is why the same even, old why are we, doing, we doing this crappy monster of the week episode so deep into the series what's happening and then i would have eventually been like oh that's what's going on um but yeah, having having the uh, you know the shorter time span in between episodes, I caught on quicker, and then I I had a pretty good time with the episode. I'm gonna be curious how my opinion evolves because typically uh, I come in with like thinking my thoughts about it, and you and I discuss it, and by the end of the episode, either I have solidified those thoughts that I came in with, or I've come at it with from a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be curious how I end because coming into this, I am a little frustrated that they're doing this like meta thing. Um, and it's, yeah. it's normally I am here for meta stuff. Like I am 100% here for it. If you go back and listen to like any meta episode of supernatural that we've covered of this podcast, you, I was probably like all into it. I, I, I like, I generally like when they deal with this kind of stuff. My problem is the way they're going about it. They just can't seem to help themselves, but to like, to reference like older supernatural and older supernatural necessarily like the basic monster of the week episodes has, haven't exactly been like you know they're not all tens by any stretch yeah, of the imagination yeah, 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 yeah. so like i don't know man like i just i keep i'm in this weird spot where like the meta stuff isn't really working for me just yet i think it's supposed to be bad well actually yeah. it is bad like i just I, I don't i don't know i don't know what to tell you i had like a weird perception of it like it was using meta bad writing as horror like Look what we're making! Like, what? Look what Chuck is making the Winchesters endure. It's another one of these yeah. uh, play-by-play on the nose hunts where everything's going to get turned on its head, and they're going to have an allegory laid out in front of them, and it's like using that as the horror of like, look, look, aren't you just rolling with it again? Um, aren't you back where you? This isn't this what you like? Um, and then realizing, you know, their their strings are still being pulled. I don't know. Let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, why don't you remind us what's been happening on season 15 before we do that? Last time on Supernatural, though Dean and Castiel have broken up, the Winchesters are confident that, that Chuck and the final apocalyptic threat are behind them once and for all. But with the rising burden of the hunter life and the toll it's taken on them, coupled with strange with Sam's strange demonic dreams, the boys struggle to push forward. Meanwhile, Chuck has made his way back on the scene 
and he's concocting something dangerous and likely world-ending for the Winchesters. I love it. This is Season 15, Episode 5, Proverbs 17.3, written by Steve Yaki, directed by Richard Spate Jr. This came out November 14th, 2019, the day after my birthday. Richard Spate Jr. directs Sam and Dean's routine case. Turns out to be... No, it's they they, (laughs) they said it in the Discord. Don't mess me up. Uh, They messed me up. I had it open on the Discord. It is Spate. It is Spate. Spate. Yeah. Uh, Sam and Dean's routine case turns out to be anything but Chris. Do you know what Proverbs seventeen three is? Uh, no. Did you look it up? I hope you did. Of course I did. Uh, there's a lot of versions of this. I'm just going to go with the new international version. Uh, the crucible for silver and furnace. Excuse me. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold. But the Lord tests the heart. Uh, mm. I'm no biblical scholar, but I feel like this is saying that there's different ways of doing of of breaking down something uh but the lord is the one that's going mm-hmm. to be there to test your own internal strength to see if you're going to be able to break down in the crucible or the finding pot or the refining pot or the hot furnace as several different versions of this proverb I goes. think I I think I like that interpretation. Um we start out uh with uh three identical campers. <laughs> you know I, Richard Spide always does this, like, uh, not always. He has traditionally, or in the past, done some, like, gimmick episodes, like he did the Quentin Tarantino episode. So when I saw, like, this layout, I'm like, am I about to watch Wes Anderson's Supernatural? Like, is that what's about to happen right now? (laughs) Because there's just three, like, identical-looking blonde women that are all wearing, like, kind of funky camp counselor. Like, I would expect Mm -hmm. it, like, a fucking, like, portable... Uh, you know record player in the middle of them and then to be listening to right. them old french jazz or some shit yeah. like it's francois hardy playing or whatever <laughs> exactly yeah um but it ends up just being like a pretty classic setup these three girls are talking about what they want to do with their lives or whatever and one of them hears uh, or i guess they all hear something spooky out in the woods one of them goes to investigate there's a scream the next goes to investigate there's another scream uh suddenly Two of them are dead, and then we get our splash screen. There's a there's a moment where after the first one leaves and they hear the screen, the second one looks at the third. And apologies, like only one of them has a name, and it's Ashley. I don't remember which one Ashley is in this, but uh, the second one <laughs> looks towards the third one and like makes a zipping gesture, <laughs> like should I go close the tent? And yeah, the other chick yeah. is like, no, 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 don't move, don't move, and she gets up and does it anyway. And I thought that was very funny. Yeah, uh, this yeah, always little fun stuff like that peppered in there. Um, we get our splash screen, end up in the bunker. Um, Sam's packing up a shotgun. We don't see Sam with the shotgun too often anymore, I feel like. Um, and we see he's got his, his gigantic phone out and dozens, dozens, dozens. of unread texts that he sent to Castiel. Be like, dozens. hey man, you cool? You chilling? Xbox Everything tonight? Good? Hey man. <laughs> we <laughs> we still on for COD? We gonna play some NBA? What's up? What's matter? What's going on? I pinged you. Hey bro. Hey, yo. <laughs> Um, yeah, just a lot of unanswered text messages. Uh, Dean arrives and we are treated to the comedy scene that is Dean Winchester eating ghost pepper jerky and he's losing his mind because of the heat. Um, have you ever seen like, did you watch, there was some, uh, documentary on Netflix about the weird extreme shit people do. Every episode was like, what one episode was like rolling down this particularly large hill and another episode was eating like pepper competitions and, Chris, it's gross. I don't know why people sounds, do this to their bodies. It doesn't seem like a pleasant thing to do. Um, we get some like a playful like pranking from Sam over here. It's kind of weird seeing Sam joke around these days. 
Yeah. Uh, Dean, I think, regardless of the circumstance, has always been able to like turn it on a little bit and like goof off, even when he's like, you know, even when he's angry, Dean or sad, Dean or whatever. He can always kind of goof off a little bit. Uh, Sam, he just like he's been so like, distraught, and he seems like like a porcelain doll. Like I'm worried he's gonna crack at any point. So to see him like pranking while still being in this like porcelain doll state <laughs> i'm just like i don't know man you just i think you still need a couple weeks look, look it's the little thing the last episode he was like I, my heart is broken on onto the floor and he was listening to mcr and he was putting on the black uh, eyeliner and this mm-hmm. this week you know let him let him do a little prank i'm okay with that let him he let can him do, do yeah, he prank. can have a prank as a treat he um, can have a prank as a treat uh, they find and, and out. Then we, get, we get Dean try to ask about this case about like mountain lion attack, something like that. While mm-hmm. he's just like dying, he's absolutely dying. Uh, and they knew about three girls missing. Now it's up to five. Uh, and then we go r- right into a dream scene. This uh, this is a weird cut because it's like. Do they fade out from their conversation? It's like a quick fade into like bam, 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 going down the hallway. Uh, and then we cut to yeah, it's very another dream sequence. So last time it was Demon Blood Sam. This time it's definitely Lucifer Sam, right? Yes, 100%. He's got the white suit on. He's got the, the pink red eyes or whatever. Um, but we see Dean walking up behind Sam, pulling back the hammer of the Colt and then firing through Sam's head, who turns around, heals the bullet, falls out of his head. We realize because of his outfit, his demeanor, everything, this is Lucifer. His eyes glow sets Dean on fire and then once again bam Sam wakes up with a start he's in the passenger seat of the Impala they're driving on their way to the case as far as that goes that was a pretty good transition to get us going yeah uh and this also heavily reminded me of those early like seasons episodes uh where you know this was actually happening where Sam was having visions and waking up in fact I think it happens in like the second episode of the series if I'm not mistaken <laughs> something like that um where he wakes up in the Apollo like after seeing Jess burn on the, on the on the ceiling or what have you um and Dean offers to be like hey you know what, what's, what's going on and he's like I don't really want to talk about it. it's like come on come on I'll Freud you <laughs> and if Dean yeah. Winchester ever offers to Freud you just please run the opposite just direction say no just say he's not no. equipped yeah yeah Tr- trauma don't make trauma go away is all I'm saying you I know gotta, I know I know we love Dean yeah we love it doesn't Dean. matter who you are if he says he wants to Freud you just say no <laughs> yeah yeah if Dean wants to give you therapy he's worse than that chick on TikTok who was like who was making fun of her patients on TikTok <laughs> so don't, oh, don't no, do that that's awful <laughs> Have you not seen that? There's I didn't no. I didn't watch the video, but uh, there was some woman like, you know, you know how TikToks are orchestra or you know set up, but it's like you know when when patients try to trauma dump on you on day one, and I guess it was like a sassy like you're not going to do that to me, and I'm like, are you making fun of your mental yeah. health patients? Like maybe you should just let, help, man. Maybe you just let them talk. Yeah. <laughs> They've obviously got um, a lot to talk about. Anyway, please geez. get off the so, subject. So Sam keeps keeps things to himself. They show up. For the case, they're at the sheriff's department, um, and they're going in as fish and wildlife. We get some fun gags looking at old uh, IDs. There, mm-hmm. I think it's Dean Dean Ford, and maybe I just imagined it, but it, Sam's just says Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Maybe. It just says Mark Hamill on it, which <laughs> yeah. is hysterical to me. And like um, Sam points out that like you know people might notice this. He's just kind of sarcastic about it. I'm like, yeah, he might, you might notice that you're named Mark fucking Hamill. Like, Mark absolutely. Hamill. Luke fucking Skywalker chief. Um, uh, the the running joke in this is going to be that Dean's picture is so old, it looks nothing like him, even though he insists that he still looks like, and that's, that's a funny joke, making fun of the, the looks of a guy who is 
basically one of the best looking men on I know. In, in Hollywood like, right what? now. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, they can't make the joke with Sam or Jared because he does look a very different, you know, he looks even just the hairstyle yeah. alone. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean is slightly older, but mostly still the same looking. So it's, it, it is funny, though. I also like that they're doing this whole uh, change of clothing thing in the trunk of the Impala, just in the parking lot of the sheriff's office. In the parking office. lot. Like, she's not going to look out the window. There's no one else around. The sheriff's just going to peek out the window and be like, what are these guys doing? There's two enormous hunks putting on fishing hats out there. What is yeah. going on? It's very funny the way that they're dressed. Like, when they go to the hospital <laughs> later. with like, And they're just wearing like, hats with fish on them? <laughs> they look like just like regular hunters. Yeah, like, they just know. look like dudes. Yeah. yeah they look like dudes who are like, I go drink some beers, catch some fish. Like, you can, you can throw a, a fucking rock room. and hit 10 of these guys at Calcasieu Parish. I guarantee you. Yeah. Like, it's, it's terrible. Uh, they go in and they talk to the sheriff. She's doubting the, uh, Dean's idea immediately. Um, but for a refreshing change of pace, as we're going to learn because everything's a little too easy in this episode, she already suspects, hey, there's not any mountain lions in this area. This is, this is pretty weird. If this was a person, then that person was a monster because what we saw was, was pretty effed up. Um, and she's very cool um with just letting them look at the medical records or whatever and giving them the information that they need yeah they don't have to try too hard and i thought that the monster line um this episode has a twist in the middle of it like it's set up to be super simple uh there's going to be a a pretty dramatic twist in the middle this is our first clue to that i think of like they're they've got to be doing something different like this is too by the numbers um even to the point that sam is going to call that out in a minute um they go over to the hospital. Uh, Sam pulls away the doctor. Dean interviews the girl. Uh, instantly, there's this relationship that Dean is having with this woman where he just tells her everything about hunting. Monsters are real. We'll believe anything you say. It's not romantic. Like He's not hitting on her, thank God. Um, but it is, it is like a closer connection than I've seen him have with a, any of their like interviewees in a long time. Yeah. Um... And I thought it was just like a nice moment. I didn't know we were going to like, you know, have a little twisty twisty yet. I hadn't picked up on it here. Um, but, you know, I, I'm thinking they're still just reinforcing the, the, the hunter values. They're trying to remind yeah. us, hey, you guys, are, you guys are good guys. You're fighting the good fight, which I guess that's kind of Chuck's idea. He wants to get them back on the path so that he can use them. Saving people, hunting things. Um. She tells him that she's, you know, he won't believe her, uh, but the man was a monster. Claws and fangs. Uh, Dean says, that's a werewolf. Um, (laughs) And he, like, picks up her hand, tells the whole story. Uh, Outside, he meets up with Sam, and, like, the the girl has just told him the name of the guy that was the werewolf. It's like, oh, yeah, it was Andy May. I wrote down, I think she's hiding something. I don't remember (laughs) suspecting her. That's hilarious. <laughs> Fingers is going off. Um, Sam goes off to talk to, or Sam goes off to find this dude's address, and then, like Dean looks back at Ashley, this this victim, um, and it's it kind of weirdly wistful. And I, in my notes, I was like, something is eating at this dude. Like he's he's got something on his mind. Um, but we don't really. I was wrong. Like they were not going to get into any of that at all. <laughs> I think I, I was looking at this scene, and again, this was before I started to realize, like you know, they're being manipulated. Um, just trying to get dean to like feel good about what they're doing looking at her and saying like these this is the reason that we have been doing this our whole lives screw truck screw everybody else because he's i think he's still having a crisis about this um even though they feel like they might be on the other side of it he still wants to have meaning to everything he's done and so for me i'm looking at dean looking at her thinking 
this is the reason why you do it. It's to protect yeah. people like this so that they can they can sleep at night. Um, and that yeah, that's all I was reading into that. The boys show up at the cabin, having very easily gotten the address. Uh, they meet Josh, uh, who also does not believe that this is Dean's ID. Uh, Josh is immediately very standoffish, and then they meet Andy, uh, who is the person that uh, Ashley, the victim, ID'd. Uh, and Andy kind of blabbermouths, like, oh, yeah, we hunt at night, and all this other stuff. And then Sam comes through with the ultimate test of, like, hey, why don't you write down your phone numbers for us? Uh, and hands them a silver pin. Of course, werewolves can't touch silver. It is known. It's the lore. And this guy goes, get, get lost, geek bait. You know where I live. And then he closes the door. <laughs> get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Gigantor. <laughs> Take your Skeletor ass out of my yard, please. Sam's just left blinking. He's like, I don't know if that was a war- werewolf or he's just an asshole. <laughs> um, and this Did he call is... me geek bait? <laughs> what the fuck is he? Did he call me a nut bucket? Is that a thing that we say <laughs> oh, now? No, we don't. Uh, the door closes. The boys leave, obviously knowing that they're werewolves. Uh, Dean, I think, votes, like, let's just kill them now. Uh, but they get a phone call from Ashley calling them away. And we go and spend some time with Josh and Andy. And at this point, it's an argument between two brothers. Um, I I mean it could have been word for word an argument that Sam and Dean had, had and that's when I picked up oh okay they're I think they're doing this on purpose I think something's like this isn't just the monsters are the allegory for what boys are going through it was like no 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 this is deliberately doing that like pointing out that they're doing that and I had I I hoped that that's what it was and I, I think they followed through with it so then I ended up not being disappointed it's it's a very meta thing and I f- I feel like at this point I was like okay. So we know that Chuck is writing these scenarios. We know that he is trying to get the boys to a specific ending. So he's obviously leading them into something. Something has to be weird here. And this is all set up. And and throughout the rest of the episode, like we're our big twist villain in this is going to kind of comment about how like dumb this storyline is. Uh, and, and, and again, I'm going to go back to the Becky stuff from the last episode. I, I know that they're, they're, they're trying to say that Chuck is doing this and Chuck is bad. I'm still watching the show. <laughs> like right. I'm still watching right. the two brothers have the argument. I'm, I've still watched a bunch of these, these kind of metaphors play out in supernatural without the meta twist. And I don't know that the commentary is really enough to justify the meta-ness. Like they're not saying mm. anything about it, except that Chuck is maybe a shitty writer, which would imply that all the previous supernatural writers. And I know that the people that work on the show during season 15 have worked on the show previously. So like there could be some self-deprecation stuff happening, but even then I don't know that this is enough. And I kept coming back to this in this episode and I'm sorry, everybody. Like I'm not trying to like, people are probably listening going like, wait till you get to season 15, episode 20, you're going to really hate what blah, 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 blah. (laughs) But like, I don't, it's not that I don't dislike it. I just don't know. God, I'm going to fucking say it. I'm so sorry. I just don't know if it's like earned yet. Like it feels. Yeah. 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 It feels just like they sped to this part and I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know what my problem is with it so much, Chris. I don't, I think that what they should have leaned into maybe rather than trying to like make commentary on itself, um, was do what they were kind of already naturally doing with a little bit less of the meta stuff and just really focus in on what made those, early seasons what they were let's pull that stuff back let's bring in elements of that because now chuck is writing it so let's try to make it sound like or feel like those old episodes where you know chuck quote unquote the prophet whatever was writing the story right Mm -hmm. i think if they had just done that and gave you that similar vibe then that would have worked it's like okay these were the type of monsters that he threw at you um but i guess 
technically Chuck's been writing all of it. So my theory kind of doesn't even really work. Um, yeah, I, I don't this, know. I said they're, this they're, in the Discord, and I think that the thing this reminds me the most of is when Metatron was doing this, and mm. and like he was a bad hack at doing this. Like he didn't have good ideas, right? Like it was all bad and. That was just because those episodes, I mean, I'm not going to say that whole season was bad or anything, like go back and listen to those episodes, but you guys know what I'm talking about. It still feels like they're being bad on purpose, but I still have to experience the bad stuff. And I'm hoping like the big twist doesn't really justify this for me as because I, I'm kind of tired of, I'm already tired of them bringing up old shit. <laughs> I, I think every single episode we're going to get somebody. It's Absolutely. been Absolutely. five out of five yeah. so far, right? We got uh, episode one was Kevin, right? No, episode, episode two, two was, was Kevin. Episode, episode one was um, Kevin didn't show up in episode one. It was that was yeah. I can't two. remember. I'll go back and look. Yeah, but uh, but it's been five. We got or Kevin. Five. We got Catch. We got Rowena. We had Benny for a second. We've had Becky. Like we've we've gotten somebody every episode, and mm-hmm. um, Rowena obviously. But um, yeah, they're gonna keep doing it. So I think. Oh, I had a thought, and it's disappearing. It's it's unraveling before me. Um, let's just continue. Okay. I'll see if I can remember that. Oh, I think if we allowed the like monster plot itself to be that kind of hacky thing that they think that they're making fun of or whatever, um, maybe that would work and then let the Sam and Dean components still operate normally. Um, maybe something like that could work if it wants to like reference its writing and I I don't know. Let, let, let's keep moving. So and we never actually explained what this conversation is, right? Like, uh, it's these two brothers. The younger brother doesn't want to hunt people. The older brother says, well, we, we got to. That's what dad would do. And the younger brother says, absolutely not what dad would do. Like, it's that conversation. It's very reminiscent of, like, early season Sam and Dean fighting with the the long shadow of John Winchester falling yeah. on top of them. And, um, and the scene ends with basically josh the older brother werewolf saying okay andy we don't have to hunt anymore we'll stop killing humans i know it bothers you but we got to kill ashley because she's seen us she can identify us and then once we kill her we'll be done then we skip over to the sleepy bear inn which sounds so cozy i want to go to the sleepy bear it's very cozy cozy. uh they bring ashley sam and dean bring ashley to their room and very quickly realize like oh yeah i we can't like bunker down with this presumably college student um so we're gonna we're gonna get the the you know the room next door um and as they're about to pull away dean's like and hey, we're gonna go kill those werewolves right and she pipes up and is like hey instead of that would you mind like hanging out with me until i fall asleep um dean of course says yes sam leaves presumably to go to the other room uh and then yeah. we see the He's two like, okay, were- i'm gonna go actually sleep <laughs> yeah, yeah uh the two werewolf bros are are watching the end uh andy can smell her and of course the impala is sitting right outside um and we have this conversation between dean and ashley uh, which again, I think is is just driving the point home, and she's going to even say say it later. But, she's dressed. Uh, she's got a strange outfit. She has her little uh, yellow hat on and a yellow tie. She looks fine. But she, I'm just she, a little she looks like she's a fu- she, she she's in a Wes Anderson movie. She's straight yeah, out of a Wes Anderson like movie. And she's got her boots on the bed, and that's a big no no. Oh, dude, me. she is. She is. She's wearing like she's in. The, she's under the covers in this outfit. She is fucking like Eric, aka Z Chocobo, in, in this bed right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Jeans to bed. Yeah, the whole the whole nine. Um, uh, but yeah, they they start having a good old fashioned conversation. Yeah. So she says, um, she basically says, like, do you like your job? Uh, and he says, yes, actually, I do. Uh, even though with all the bad stuff, it feels good to help people. And I think that this episode or his experience when he's looking at her in the hospital, that would, this is what made him say yes. 
because it is remind despite all the everything else they're trying to do with this episode i think that this is reminding dean again this is what it was all about back when things were simpler (laughs) uh he says or she says like you know i i was here i'm here i don't have anything to do with my life uh, or no, I'm sorry. Dean responds by saying, "I'm where I'm supposed to be," and she's like, "Oh, I don't have any idea where I'm supposed to be. I graduated. My friends were gonna move off. Now they're dead. I'm here all alone. I don't know what to do with my life." Uh, Dean is trying to like, "Yeah, dude, you're super young. You know, I'm 80. I look great for my age. Like, you keep going, girl. You got this." Uh, and the girl pipes up. Ashley pipes up and says, "Hey, it's this is all just so random and awful. Wouldn't it be great if it was all planned out for you and already decided?" Yeah. Uh, this is and when this I was like, finally like, "Oh." Oh, yeah, Chuck. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Chuck is clearly speaking through this, this woman's, uh, this woman right now. Uh, Dean says, no, not really. And then, uh, are we, we go to the scene of a clock that moves from 9 PM to 1 AM surprise. Dean fell asleep. Sam wakes yeah, him up. So Ash- Ashley they is talk gone. about, they talk about like how she's like sleeping pills or whatever, um, or pain pills of some sort. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was trying to imply that they, she like slipped something to Dean somehow. I don't think she did, but then he fell asleep and, and he's able to pop back up like it's no big deal. But I, they made a, like a point of like having Dean look at the bottle and be like, well, that's the good stuff. Like they yeah. brought it up, you know, they put the gun on the table. So well, I he expected even, he, it to go off. He went to, he went to the bathroom and was like splashing water. So he's like, I'm so sleepy, but we didn't see like an exchange of like, she didn't hand him a Coke that I right, noticed. Right. So. I guess, I guess he was just sleepy. He's I been driving he's a lot. Very tired. Very tired boy. Sam he's, slept in the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was dreaming <laughs> away his little, his little psychic dreams. He was always, I can't listen to Led Zeppelin on <laughs> in the passenger seat. Meanwhile, Dean had to drive. He's been awake all day. They went to the sheriff's office. They went to the hospital. They went to the cabin. He hasn't slept a wink. Sam so is catching 40 winks in the other room right now. <laughs> Dude, Dreaming like, his little to, dreams. I just need a, just a fucking hour, Sammy. Just give me a fucking hour. Maybe you can watch Sorry, the girl. Sorry, you first watch. Jesus Christ. Um, where do we go from here? Uh, Sam wakes Dean up. They immediately go to the cabin. Dean, why are you so tired all of a sudden? <laughs> Dean, uh, Dean's like, Dean even says, like, there's no way these idiot brothers would bring the, her back to the cabin. And that's when they hear her scream. Um, their werewolves have put her in an honest to God murder basement. Like, I don't, I don't know what this room is supposed to be. It's, a murder basement. it's but it's, it's a fucking murder basement. Like there's Visqueen all hung up around them and there's blood splattered or spattered all over it. Like there's just killing instrument. I'm like, you're werewolves. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And we're down here for like 30 seconds. Like, yeah, it doesn't take <laughs> the, long. The, the werewolves come down to like argue over whether or not they're going to kill her. And then like the boys pull up outside, they hear her scream. They run to, like, and two seconds later, like, all right, we got her out. We're good. I was like, okay. Y'all made that whole murder basement and we didn't even get to hang out in it. The funny part is, like, the the way that this episode is, is structured, we see the boys run in, the werewolves are about to kill her, realize the boys are coming, they run out, and not, like, a second later, the boys run in that same exit. Like, they run in the, from the same yeah. direction, and then, like, they ask Ashley, like, where did they go? And she's like, I don't know, they just ran off. And I'm like, they went out, did you not see them? Are they yeah. invisible werewolves? They're on like, the ceiling. <laughs> you should have passed them up. <laughs> they were right there. Uh, anyway. Um, they, um, so, okay, yeah, they run upstairs, then the, the boys were on the ceiling. I don't know if they were supposed to be on the second floor of the cabin, and they, like, jumped down. In, in my head, they're on the ceiling, and they hop down. A fight ensues. Yes. Um, one brother versus, you know, one werewolf, that kind of thing. Sam gets disarmed, um, and just puts his hands up, <laughs> which is very much. funny. Just like, yeah, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do this anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm out and, of this. And as Dean struggles against the other brother, 
Um, you're the other werewolf brother. The werewolf with Sam's gun turns the gun on werewolf brother and kills him. Um, and then like a second later, he's like, I'm a monster and I do monstrous things and he was a monster and I'm just going to kill myself. And I was like, damn, what in tarnation? That's two episodes in a row with these monsters are just like, let me die. Yeah, dude, it's dark. It's it's really, really dark. And again, like I'm looking at this like they are, you know, if we're if we're looking at this as via spouting, you know, Chuck's shitty plot, um, it's I guess it's a little bit more interesting, but I'm still having a hard time just living through this as an episode. Like we don't know the twist yet. I'm a clue master. Like I've, I'm picking up the clues, but mm-hmm. I don't know the twist yet. So now like this dude just turns, you know, shoots his brother, says he was a monster. He'll always be a monster. And I'm, I am too. And then shoots himself. Now both monsters are dead. And I, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I'm, I know it's supposed to be bad. I know it's bad for a reason. I just don't know if it's, <laughs> if the reason is enough for it to be this bad because <laughs> it's yeah, kind of bad it's um yeah it's just i i it for me it helps that sam and dean are both looking at each other like what like, what is going on huh huh they're both just very like they're just flabbergasted they're left speechless because this is not how things usually go they both commented on how easy all of this is um and it moves so fast and this is when i checked the time and i was like are there 24 minutes left in this episode right now? <laughs> what is going on? And it's just one of those, like, it's, you know, sleeper meta plot things where you think that you're going to be dealing with monsters and then um, it ends up being Chuck or, or whatever. This, this all kind of unfolds very quickly again as Ashley, like, is kind of freaked out. Dean, like, turns accidentally, like, touches her arm. She sort of freaks out, says, don't touch me falls back and then gets impaled on some antlers that had been mounted on the wall that were on the floor. She falls on them. And here was like a reaction I don't think we've ever seen from Jensen before. He gets this like, what? Like, it's this, <laughs> he's so per- he's like, like surprised and I confused can't believe that that this just is happened. Happening. <laughs> he's like, because they don't, they don't have a lot of like random accidents like that. So it was just like, he's like, oh, what? It was such a it was a moment that stood out for me. It was just hit that one word from him. And she, uh, instead of just dying like a normal person, she uh, gets up, pulls the antlers out of her body, uh, says, well, this is a bitch, and I was doing so well, and she, her eyes flick over, and they're not black eyes, they are white eyes. Mm-hmm. This is Lilith. Can only be Lilith. Um <laughs> We get some quick, very quick flashbacks of season four, that whole scene of her, of uh, Sam killing her to break the last seal and all that business. Uh, and she says that she was in the empty until God brought her back. And her whole role in this was to seduce Dean uh, and to make sure that like they witness this whole murder suicide werewolf story. Uh, I don't think that there was any seduction happening. I I didn't pick up any. I was so Which thankful it, that there were no romantic vibes. Right. But not even not even as like a commentary on Dean. Like I don't think she was flirting with him. No, I don't think that was she was sending a single si- signal. They were just having a conversation. Yeah. And Dean definitely had a ve- very like fatherly kind of like I will protect you. I will take care of you kind of vibe. Not that Dean was acting like a father figure to this woman, but just taking on that sort of like archetypal role. Um. And I actually really liked seeing that from Dean. Him sitting on that hospital's bed saying, we will protect you. Like I was like, yes, hell yeah. We haven't heard a Winchester say something like that and mean it in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that, those were the only vibes I ever got. Not a, I guess she didn't try that fucking hard to seduce him. 
and maybe like you know this is this is Lilith right like she could have been just yeah. I'm I don't care what Chuck tells me to do like I am not like True. maybe maybe Sam not me <laughs> yeah she makes a comment about how like oh maybe I should have like messed with you with you last time like you're more fun than Sam but yeah. she very much did try to physically seduce Sam um back in season three or four or whatever um so yeah I don't know she says that she is there for uh Chuck's gun uh, Dean says the equalizer, and she says, I'm not calling it that. Uh, Love that. <laughs> the, the, this, this actress, like, she's just a little bit too young for this role, I think, for some reason. Um, mm. but, I, I, but I think she also played Lilith at one point in the show. I can't imagine that. She, it's been 10 years. Unless she was the little girl. She might have been. Think I think she, she might have been the little girl. Do you think little she girl. was the little girl? <laughs> I thought, when I looked her up online, I was like, oh, shit, this is weird that she has been in Supernatural before. Let me, let me, let me go back and check live oh, on air real hold quick. Hold on. Can you, like, can you please go check that? Because that would actually be a really fascinating callback. That's in season three that, that we had Lilith as a little girl. Um, if this was her all grown up, that would, that would be something. It's been 12 years, so I guess she could be an adult. Um, that's what it happens to children. They become adults. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thank you. For, Chris is vamping as I slowly and surely struggled to get this. Um, uh, I think she did a really good job of turning because she did seem like a Wes Anderson character. And mm-hmm. then she felt like I actually, I got, I thought it was going to be Meg, even though Meg hadn't really been an antagonist the last time that we saw her, mm-hmm. um, just because of the, the kind of relationship she had with Sam previously. And now that Sam's having these visions, I thought that they were bringing her back in or something like that. Okay. Um, when I when I looked her up, um, I guess this is a slight spoiler that uh, it, she she's going she was she is on another episode of Supernatural. She was not on a previous episode oh, okay. of Supernatural. Okay. So my bad. Um, wouldn't that have been cool though? Wouldn't that have been neat? That's my head canon that they had they they got the same actress twelve years later. But what um, I was what I was gonna say is, um, she's she's just a little bit young to be pulling off like some of this heavy grade yeah, acting yeah, yeah, across yeah. from J- Jensen and Jared. But that said, she does a she puts in fucking work. She does a good job mm-hmm. with this, and she like does this do a good job. This uh, I'm not calling it that is just is one aspect of her just like being above the whole proceedings, kind of. Yeah. Um, um, but her mission here is, uh, unfortunately, she was pulled out of the empty by Chuck, and he wants the the gun. The, the gun back. Wait a second. Why was she in the empty? Because she, she's dead. Sam killed her. Do demons go to the empty? You would assume. Yeah. After they, after I they guess. die. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Pretty much. I, I don't mean, know why. The hmm. previous, the previous canon was that all of the like weird monsters go to purgatory. Yeah. But, but now we have a whole empty. Like maybe if you're like, maybe if you get a, <laughs> maybe if you have a first name, you get to go to the empty. <laughs> Cause I'm thinking, for some reason I was thinking <laughs> angels go to the empty. But I guess it makes sense that demons also go there. Um, and Lucifer is there, but he's an angel, and it doesn't. It's not important anyway. Yeah, she got pulled out. Matter. She wants the fucking gun. Um, also, we do just need to remind the audience that the empty exists, and more than likely, Jack is still there from the last time we saw her. Yeah, napping. napping. Um, <laughs> yes, he's, he's watching the Clone Wars. Getting on a the good sleep. Billy I'm, gave him. I'm on season five. No spoilers. He's like, I'll, I'll the come Clone back Wars. and help you on one condition. <laughs> gotta give me a disney plus access uh, i need to know what happens with the bad batch <laughs> billy tries to watch some of them with him but she's like i don't know man this i don't is, get it bad. the animation's not great what do you what do you what are you into this for I don't is that get the it. same guy from the movies <laughs> <laughs> why's his head so big um uh, anyway they they draw their weapons their angel blades she's like oh you guys think you're fancy now okay uh i'm lilith remember i'm like you know i'm fucked up <laughs> and then she fucks them up yep 
knocks them both down to the floor. Sam, of course, Sammy goes unconscious. Sammy is down for the count. It's been a long time since we've seen this man unconscious. Uh, she's about to approach Sam when Dean stops her and says, hey, I'll, uh, I'll give up the gun. And he, she says, why do I believe you? And he's like, well, if I don't, then I'll just let you torture me, I guess. Like, I'm not into that or anything. Like, I'm not, you could just, you know, cut me with your fingernails. That wouldn't turn me. I mean, it would, it would just be a thing that you do. I don't know what you want to do to me. You could, you could do whatever you want. And Dean's she's in a, standing, Dean's in a weird mood right now. Utter silence. <laughs> Dean's like, I, uh, I don't care what Chuck does to me. I am getting away from this man. Uh, so do you want to drive or, <laughs> Um, meanwhile, Sam is having another dream. Uh, this time Dean is throwing him down the stairs of the bunker. Uh, he has the mark of Cain on his arm and he's wielding the, the, uh, first blade. Uh, he holds Dean, excuse me, holds Sam up against the wall and stabs him. His eyes go black, Mm. kills Sam. And of course, Sam wakes up alone in the cabin. Um, I, um, I have to admit. I'm a little I'm a little disappointed we're not that this probably means we aren't getting Demon Blood Sam back. Yeah. Um <laughs> when he was having you know, I fucking love Demon Blood Sam. Demon Blood Sam, Man, Sam I love is pretty Dark fucking Side dope. Sam. Speaking of Clone Wars, like he was Anakin Skywalker. He was the bad guy. It was fun. He was powerful. Um hey, we now got, at least we got that, at least we got are, that five minute scene, right? Like at least yeah. we got that five minutes out of it. That's so. true. And we got um and then, but now we're getting a different scenario every time so you realize, okay, these aren't specific visions, this is something different. Uh, I was wrong to assume. Dean is with uh, Lilith and the Impala as they're driving back to the cabin. Dean asks why this is happening. Um, and he's like, you know, you said yourself that this whole thing is very stupid. And she's like, yeah, of course. Like, I, I sacrificed my whole body. I sacrificed myself to free Lucifer. And you guys screwed this all up. And he's like, yeah, but that was God too. Like all of this was pre-written. She's like, yeah, but I can't hurt God. Like I can only fuck with you guys. So this, <laughs> yeah. this is, this is, this is I I'm can just doing... how to use, um, Sam finds a truck. I, I just find it funny that they show that shot. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sam's always rolling up in the oldest car. <laughs> and just a fucking hoopty. Lilith starts kind of poking fun a little bit at Dean for having bonded with what he thought was Ashley. Um, she calls Chuck a low rent Dean Koontz. Uh, which, I mean, Dean Koontz is a pretty low-rent Stephen King, so where are we yeah. going from there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. pretty bad. Uh, she rather dismissively says that she has heard God's whole writing philosophy, including his obsession with both Sam and Dean, and he wants the world to end by killing by one brother killing the other, uh, and then says foreshadowing, uh, as opposed to just ending everything all at once. Like, he wants to do this a specific way. Yeah. Real dumb. Um they get back to the uh, motel, and Dean reveals to her, uh-oh, I didn't actually bring the gun here. And this is where she starts doing the slash thing. Um, Dean starts backtracking hard. He's like, okay, listen, I thought I'd be into it. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I thought I'd try it out. It's not as fun as I thought it would be. It's not, I'm it, sorry. It just stings a lot. Castiel did this much, on, so. much differently. I don't know what the, the, the thing is, but like this hurts. I do not like it. Um... She keeps slicing him up uh, when Sam bursts. For what in. it's worth, he doesn't give in though. He just tells he does, her to he does go to not. Hell. Yeah, I mean it's only like twenty seconds. Like I mean, yeah, he's been through a lot worse. <laughs> uh, Sam bursts through the door, shoots her. Uh, we see the bullet as it's leaving the gun, and we see it's a devil's mm-hmm. trap bullet, uh, like they had captured. Everyone gets mad when I forget her name. Uh, Abaddon. Ab. Abaddon, the night of hell. Did good. We're hell, doing yes. we're doing good, Chris. We're doing really well. Yeah, we're remembering yeah, stuff we're doing it. from the show. Richard Spate, buddy. Um, 
I love you talked about Dean being super surprised when Lilith got up when Lilith realizes she can't move because of this bullet. It is mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. She just literally does a what? Yeah, <laughs> it is very they, funny. They've learned a few tricks. We finally get to yeah. see Sam do something like a little bit badass. Um, Absolutely. It's you know, it doesn't really mean a whole lot because it just lasts for like a second. Um but it's it's just like a fun, cool moment. I, I had fun watching it. I mean, I thought for a second it was like the cult for some reason, or rather the not the cult, but the um the equalizer. The equalizer, which it would not mm-hmm. make sense because he, you know, he knows that it took quite the toll on him when he shot it last time. So you know, I don't think he'd use it again. But it was so fancy. I was like, whoa, what? I uh, I, I, she says like, hey, uh, I'll let you kill me the first time. Uh, because I needed to like I'm not gonna let you do it the second time and she starts like using her power and the whole thing starts like the whole world starts shaking uh they run out of the building are quickly stopped by her who teleports in front of them and when she very quickly deducts like uh oh yeah you guys wouldn't let the wouldn't let the gun out of your like sight but you're not going to keep it in the cabin and you're not going to keep it on your person so where could it be and sure enough it's in the impala so uh, she walks over, grabs it, and melts it to slag. They really like yeah, this Dean, melting to Dean slag. Dean having thing. extreme anxiety about this, like he's like he's like no no no. And I fully believe that he did not give a shit about the gun. He was just worried she was going to fuck up the car. Yeah, absolutely, like he looks I super stressed out. We got to see the Impala over. a lot more in this episode than we've seen it in a while. Maybe so. Um, mm-hmm. Which was which was cool, and that's what I'm thinking. Oh, they were. Sh- I bet they were showing it to us a lot. Because she's going to steal it or she's going to destroy it or something. And I was like, they're going to fucking destroy the Impala in season 15. This is fucked up. What the hell? Um, that you know, was just in, my own thing. In hunting videos for the music video for Torn, um, available at youtube.com slash Monster of the Week, uh, I realized that there's been two times that the Impala has been possessed. And once was by Sam and once by Castiel. And, and it's not... Like that's not like a lot of times for something to happen, but it's just mm-hmm. weird that it has happened twice. <laughs> like it's very strange. <laughs> is Sam, Sam when Sam possesses it, it's just like a joke, right? It's like when he's supposed to be Knight Rider or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Castiel, it's like his, him communicating through, like he's the, the, through that they're trapped in heaven or whatever. Um, oh, that's so he's, right. He's that's trying right. to talk to the boys through electronic means. Um, but it's just very funny that it's it's happened twice. <laughs> it, just, it just makes me laugh. And that's where Lilith is hiding now. Um, I guess technically yeah, when she comes, three times. She comes back out with the with the. the gun and completely melts it and it's actually kind of like an interesting looking effect i think yeah. they, they went mm-hmm. all, all in on it it's like the ring melting they uh they did this something similar with uh michael um with the with the demon bomb that they were gonna they were gonna use or whatever uh back in oh yeah, yeah yeah uh but she teleports away we don't get a chance to kill her so uh she'll probably be back later back in the bunker uh sam is calling castiel gets a voicemail uh dean's like well you let him know Guess that's yeah. fine. <laughs> you let him know Chuck and Lilith are back. Whatever, uh, fuck them. Uh, I gotta know why is Cass not checking his phone? I, dude, I, you're on, you're fucking blocked, dog. Like you, I helped you save the the whole, the, close the portal to hell, and all you had to do is bitch at me. Like I'm fucking done yeah. with you for like a couple of Sam, weeks. Sam, Sam was pretty, you know, complacent about all that stuff. He let it happen. So. Dean is um, lucky that Castiel didn't change the Wi-Fi password on his way out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I guess if Castiel's like, well, I'm not going to be seeing them anymore. Like, what's the point of having like a communication device? Like, what, what I'm very the, curious uh, to see what he's up to. One of the texts that, uh, one of the unanswered texts that Sam sent Castiel was the service in the bunker is kind of sketchy or something. And I just, <laughs> it's just so like, did I miss your text? Maybe I missed your text. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
It cracks me one up. Of them, one of them is like a vague tweet about fish or something, and him going, this you, LOL. <laughs> no response. Uh, Last year's joke, Sammy. Uh, I'm still looking forward to what you're telling me about pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, we were on chapter one. Um, Sam and Sam, or excuse me, Dean tells Sam what Lilith told him, which is that the, that Chuck doesn't want to just end the world. He wants to end it through brother killing brother. Uh, this triggers Sam to say, oh yeah, that's what I've been dreaming about. I'm really, really, I get angry at Dean. Like, this is the first time you're telling me. And he's like, yeah, dude, it was fucking dreams, dog. Like, yeah, I don't, I do, I, I'm, I'm. I understand Dean's reaction, but I'm glad they didn't like hang out on them. Like, Me too. Him yeah. being mad about it, because Sam's literally like, "Dude, I thought it was like some fucked up PTSD dream." Like, literally, he calls it PTSD, which makes sense. <laughs> it makes a whole lot of sense for all the shit they've been through. He thinks he's having PTSD dreams about everything. Turns out, oh shit, no, maybe not. Maybe this is something more. Now, Sam, I do wish that he had said something about the the wound before, but he, you know, whatever. Five episodes in, we're getting to it now. Yeah. Um, because he did see flashes of something before and he didn't know how to explain it. Um, but now he gets into it saying he's been having these dreams. Um, and maybe he, because of this bullet wound, because when he, sh- when he shot Chuck, it took something from himself, put it in Chuck. Um, you know what I'm saying? And he, he's now connected to him, which is exactly what they figure out in Deathly Hallows. <laughs> Between Harry and Voldemort. <laughs> this is exactly what they do. Spoilers for all of Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, Dean is extremely distressed. He realizes like his whole, I think, mental well-being up to this point has been based on the foundation of Sam telling him, like, hey, what we do matters. We're free from Chuck. We can go save people. We can hunt the things. But we're, we're living our own lives. And here it is uh, now, Dean... Um, what he says, running this hamster wheel until he just decides to end us. Uh, I'm extremely worried. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Like this, so this show has done so poorly handling the suicidal content, and they've in the last two episodes we've seen monsters like basically die by hunter voluntarily, and it's just very distressing. And I hope they're not going down this path with with Dean, um, mm. because Sam is like, no, no, we can fight. We always fight. And Dean's like, how the hell are we supposed to fight God? I'm like, I don't know, man. Go play a JRPG and figure that shit out. Yeah, figure level it out. Up, if, level if up teenagers if from Leaf <laughs> Village can figure it out, so can you. You're an adult. Yeah. You have a driver's gonna... license. You know what they have? Not those. <laughs> First, you're going to need to find a whale. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You need a whale to, to fly. Not, this is not any, there's no, no water is going to be involved. You will be flying on that whale to the moon. <laughs> you're going to the moon because going God lives moon. there and you can breathe when you get up there. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Only Second in the blue all, part of the moon. If you had parents, I'm so sorry. They're not going to make it. They're dead. They're probably, <laughs> probably been dead for a long time. Are either one of you experienced with like, like just momentary amnesia? Do you have either yes. one of you go, come, come? <laughs> do you have amnesia? Do you have a childhood friend who's in love with you? Yeah. Do you have an anti-hero who's going to join up with you later? If, if you answered yes to any of those questions, I think you could kill God. <laughs> Would you consider yourself more of a tank or a healer? Just asking about like general life roles. You I'm know just what I'm saying? Asking. Just, I'm just general asking. life roles. Uh, and that, the episode pretty much ends right there, which is, yeah. you know, the uh, camera pulls back from them both sitting on you know parallel sides of this table in the bunker and just kind of hanging their heads in, in frustration. And and that's it. Um, the I, for whatever reason, I really like the episode title and how it plays into this. Just like, you know, oh, hey, yeah. God's testing us again. Um, I I'm still struggling with this, Chris. Like, I don't I think this episode is fine. I think it's it's it's. 
I think everything about it works. I think the you could you could see the intent. Um, you can it 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 reached it 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 did its job. Uh, I I just like I had to sit through like a quarter of a boring werewolf story again. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't and, know why it didn't bother me. Usually that stuff would. Um, and I and I and I know it's supposed to be boring. I know I know for I'm a just, fact. Maybe I'm just such a sucker for that early nostalgia stuff mm-hmm. that I was just kind of like letting it happen. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I I don't know. I'm I need I need the next episode to really sell me on some of this Chuck stuff because uh I don't know. If it's just like a parade of people from their past, which I think Dean mentions at the end of this, it's like, is he just gonna bring everybody back so that we have to fight them all over again before he kills us? Um, mm. I, I'm going to need it to be more interesting than that. Uh, I'm going to yeah. need it to be something. And if they're going to continually do meta commentary on old supernatural, I'm going to need it to actually have commentary. Right. Like, uh, just above like, the, Hey, wasn't that bad when you watched it? Because a, I think that's shitty to do to the people that watched it. If and they bring back to watch bugs it. driving the racist truck, we're in trouble. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I don't want them to just reference hate, reference something and say, Hey, wasn't that bad? I want them to actually make a commentary on it. And they, they did this with Becky to a degree. And then they just like <laughs> tossed her to wouldn't the it side. Be, wouldn't it be better if they're making references saying, Hey, wasn't that good? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It would be like, remember all of the like, good stuff. Yeah. Make it a celebration, which I guess they're trying to do by bringing back all of these cast members and stuff. But, um, We'll see. I mean, it's tricky. It's the final season. We will see. Uh, any last thoughts for you, Chris? No, I um, we get, we still got Billy and Jack somewhere. So once yeah. he's done with the Clone Wars, hopefully, I mean, he's probably gonna watch the Mandalorian after. I think a lot of people get really into that. Um, but once he's caught up on all the Star Wars stuff, Kenobi's not out yet. I think he should be good to help them. Well, you gotta watch the Mandalorian after Clone Wars because it's gonna lead you directly into following um, to watching. Uh, the TV show based on Osaka and she's arguably the best sure. character that star Wars has ever invented. So sure. just go, go Jack. If you're out there still Jack. watching the clone wars and the empty, Let's, uh, <laughs> get after it, dude. I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm right. As long right as Jack doesn't find the Marvel tab on Disney plus, I think he <laughs> should be caught up. He should Jack. be caught up soon. Jack, you holler at your boy. <laughs> we could talk about the Marvel stuff. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to all the patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, thank you to everybody that's been watching the Torn video. Thank you to people that are communicating with us on social media. Uh, thank you to all of our Meat Man crowd out there. We hashtag Meat Man. Keep it coming. Keep the Meat Man train going. Uh, I will continue to retweet every single Meat Man tweet that gets added at us because that is what engagement will do to a motherfucker. Uh, right. We'll love you. We love you. And we will be back next week with out of difficulties grow miracles what out of difficulties grow I get, I get, yeah my mom has a poster of miracles the oh. there's a little cat hanging underneath the yeah. difficulties just so you know Hello. Are you my chocolate ghost? I don't like the name of that game, but everything else seems cool. The haunted chocolatier doesn't really work that's, for you. That's like that's pretty. That's pretty bad title.
You think so? I don't think it's chocolatier. I mean, it's haunted dude. chocolatier. Like if maybe you put it'll, it on maybe Netflix, it'll that grow. Would sell. It'd be the biggest maybe. thing since Squid Game. I think. Um, so I always thought, you know, the video game Danganronpa. Yes. I always thought that that was one of the dumbest video game titles ever, and maybe it's made up of different, uh, you know, Japanese words or something. Maybe it makes sense in Japanese. But I always thought Danganronpa was a really stupid name. And then the Netflix adaptation is called Squid Game, which is a thousand times <laughs> dumber somehow. Wait, is that true? Is that I didn't know that was an adaptation of anything. It's not. It's just like the same. Thing, oh Jesus Christ! I was about to say, I can't believe I haven't seen that in any article I've read about it. Uh, I hate that. I hate the name Danganronpa because every time it comes up, people are like extolling other play- other people to play it, like it's the best thing since sliced bread. And then mm. I look at it, and it just looks like a game. Like I don't know what you people are talking about. Crazy. It's, um, it's it's like Squid Game. I don't. Know, I haven't seen Squid Game. Um, whenever when people started first tweeting about Squid Game, I thought they were talking about uh, what's the Splatoon, the Nintendo game. I thought everybody was talking Squid about game. Splatoon. Yeah. Squid just like there was a meme I had missed, and now everybody calls it Squid Game. I was like, that's kind of funny, I guess. <laughs> um, but no, it was a TV show, and I don't. I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure it's cool, but I think I said this to you previously. Like my mom knows about it. She's telling me to watch it. And you know, once my mom knows about it, no disrespect. I'm just not watching it. Yeah, dude. I mean, it got so big so quickly. You're just like, what the fuck is this? Like, why, why does everybody know about this all of a sudden? And then, yeah, once your mom knows about it, it's once, yeah, once you know people in real life who are planning their Halloween costumes about it, like every other Netflix show, um, there's a lot of really great stuff on Netflix. It's always just funny when you can like pinpoint the like, oh yeah, you're a, you're a Netflix event kind of guy, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the person that, it, like, you go to the top 10 list immediately and just go through all of that stuff. Yeah. Make sure you've, re- you've seen all of that stuff. and then... People stay up on it. But you know what? I guess, like, um, video games and reading are probably our two biggest hobbies, and those are very yeah. time-consuming. So mm-hmm. anytime somebody is, like, watched an entire show or watched 10 entire shows i'm like how do you do that i was like well it's because that's their main hobby that's their like, that's favorite thing to do so i guess yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense when me and autumn are me and autumn may get through like two or on, on, a, on an outside chance possibly like three netflix episodes or like i'm using netflix as just a like general catch-all like 45 to 70 minute you know prestige television episode mm-hmm. right um it's rare that we'll get to three we might do two a night so like when people when these when these when these things come out on netflix um especially because they just dump all of the episodes and then like people are like oh i'm done mm. it's like it's been it's noon <laughs> on friday yeah <laughs> how did I you have, finish um, 10 episodes there's not even 10 hours what did you yeah. do <laughs> i think uh over the last year jess and i watched a lot of anime together um and those are episodes are so short that even when you watch a bunch of them the like the structure of it is so quick like you get in and you get out it's like 23 minutes usually if you cut out like openings and endings it's even shorter they're mm-hmm. you know it's it's very quick so every time we sit down to watch like a 45 minute thing i'm like oh wait how long is this <laughs> i was t- I, I was texting you last night because i was going through i had about two and a half hours um before autumn got home uh and i wanted to make food before she got home right mm-hmm. um i'm sorry this was the night before last and uh i was i was like looking through horror movies and like it felt like every single one was two 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 and a half hours two forty five, and i'm like can mm-hmm. i just get like an 80 minute slasher please yeah. <laughs> like i'm just looking for a solid 80 minute slasher in my life and then to get the fuck out like i don't yeah. need i need I don't in need, and i need out real quick not not every movie needs to be hereditary 
Yeah. And speaking of, I guess, anime and anime movies, we were watching that Demon Slayer movie that was so popular. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, let's do it. You know, it'll be like watching a couple episodes. And at a certain point, I remember checking the time being like, don't tell me there's like an hour and a half left and realizing, like, oh, no, we got 20 minutes left. This is it. This is the end of the movie. Let's fucking do this. I'm excited. <laughs> Just fucking get this. Let's yeah. do it. Short stuff is sometimes good. Um, yeah. Even though, again, I've been playing really long visual novel. Um, but which like I what three weeks ago I was like I don't know I just can't read games can't anymore. read while I'm playing video games it's different <laughs> that's, that's it's crisp. different when it's a visual novel because like I've I've said that's what I'm there for you know um it's Are it's, gonna, it's uh, essentially I'm just reading a book but I get PlayStation trophies for it do you think that you'll sit through Dune this weekend uh no way <laughs> no way <laughs> not, not gonna happen You're I don't even have a fan. little bit of interest in Dune I've not, never not had even interest a little... in Dune I think wow, I just hate really? sand um. People have been trying to get me into Dune since high school, and I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll check it out, and then I never do. I, I don't know what, what it is. The word Dune doesn't excite me, I guess. I have it's no just... doubt. I will eventually watch that movie, and I'm sure I'll like it if it's good. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I only the like, it's, anything, so. it's, it's only half the book, so like you, you can wait if you want it to. <laughs> like, it's, they, yeah. didn't, they didn't do the whole book. So. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up being a bandwagon Dune fan, and I'm going to be like, Jeremy, go back to episode 254, whatever this is, and delete that. <laughs> Do you like sandworms? Like, um, I, I feel like Dune no. has all of the elements of stuff that you might like, but we've never actually like. You don't like sand. You don't like sandworms. I don't like sand. Uh, no, you know. Hmm. Do you like Kyle um, McLaughlin? He was in the movie. I do. <laughs> I, yeah, I, do. Yeah, I know that. I do like Kyle McLaughlin. Uh, I guess sandworms are cool. The Thresher Maws and Mass Effect. I'm a big fan of those. Um, yeah, same, same vibe. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta. I think if they lean into the horror of it, you know, Tatooine's never my favorite spot. Um, whenever they go back to Tatooine, I go, hey guys. It looks hot. Go somewhere I'll, else. You know what I mean? I will say it's the worst planet in Star Wars. Like, yeah. And they're always it's there. The and I get, planet. you know, it's probably mm-hmm. easy to like film there while well, easy in, in the fact that, you know, it's just like you just go outside. Yeah. <laughs> and like, all right, there's desert everywhere. We don't need anything else. We're good. Um, it just, you know, all I can think about when I watch stuff like that is how hot it is. Um, like when we were in high school, uh, we would talk about like, oh, you know, typical like teenage boys talk like, oh, what kind of, what, what game would you rather like live in? And I remember somebody being like, oh, I want to live in like Fallout 3. I'm like, dude, that sucks. Dude, what are you talking s- about? Absolutely not. so it's, itchy all the time because like, I was like, worst. oh, I want to be in, a, in Oblivion, you know, and then like a parallel game is Fallout 3 because same, same developer or whatever. Oblivion, there's magic and elves and there's like, I think even plumbing. That seems good, right? And you go on adventures Oblivion and you have isn't a, good time. a fucking wasteland. Like the whole concept of Fallout is it's after a nuclear apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like it's it sucks. It's horrible. And that's like so when I there's always a little bit of escapism or like self insert um with a lot of uh video games or or movies or books or whatever. It's like you kinda wanna imagine what it'd be like being there. Um and Dune just the word it scares me off. Which is even as I'm saying that, and I do believe that that is like a part of a component of me enjoying reading. And yet I love horror. Like, I want to imagine I'm in some horror situation, which is strange. <laughs> See, I don't think that, I don't think that our attraction to horror is necessarily like that we want to be in there. I think we, we are there for the vibes. Like, we are there it's, for... Yeah, the vibes to, are good. To, to, to be, I mean, to but scared. at the same time, wouldn't you rather, like, have to deal with, like, a haunted videotape rather than deal with, like, real life problems sometimes? You know, it's like, as much as it's scary oh, and in the movies, like, people die yeah. or whatever. But, but at the same time, it's so, like, out there and, like, Man, I just gotta drop everything and focus on this fucking haunted VHS tape. But in real life, re- it's like I gotta, you know, file my taxes and, and we're in a pandemic and all this other crap that's going on. That sucks. Haunted VHS tape. I'm like, all right, I'm all in on this. I'm dropping everything else for that. 
I'm going to be real with you, Chris. I know a lot of people I would just pass along that haunted VHS tape to, Dude, along with the VCR if needed. So, <laughs> to make sure what do we, they what do we know about Sadako? Does she come back? Does she, does she circle back if the chain runs out? So, the idea with, uh, with, uh, with the ring, with the haunted videotape, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you got to make a copy and give it to somebody else. That, so it's like you spread it like a virus. Once you do that, you're safe. You're not going to die. You're all, you're all good. Yeah, yeah, so, you're if good. you're just like, yo, yo fuck these people. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> let me just let me just send the videotape off to them. I'm not filling them in. And if that's it, then that's it. We'll be good to go. Dude, I I, I mm. You know what? It, it, let's let's just let's presume that I give the VHS tape to somebody and they die, right? Mm-hmm. And and now the ghost your presumption is the ghost is coming back to me or the ghost goes away. Vengeance well, that's what I'm wondering. I think the ghost would then just chill until somebody found the videotape again. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. No I think problem. that's how it goes. Ab- 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 absolutely. I think, no I think in the book, like the <laughs> would, dude realizes, um, <laughs> like, oh shit, like my wife and son have seen the video and now I've just figured out what it is. I'm safe, but they aren't because they, they saw it. Like they saw the copy that I made. Um, and I think but they haven't like, passed it to anybody, right? Like that was yeah. the whole trick. Yeah. So he okay. calls his wife to be like, make a copy for your parents. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> They're old. <laughs> I uh I I have a list of people that I would pass that I want to no questions asked just here deal with this haunted videotape I'm trying to think of other haunted situations I don't think I would do good in a Jason film Friday the Thirteenth no. film I don't no. think I'd be good at that Knives. I think I think I'd be pretty good at Nightmare on Elm Street though like I feel like I would have my 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 sea legs underneath me mm. in a in a in a battle uh, in Dream World I think I would be pretty okay you in could Dream do Dream World, World yes yeah. mm. um. I could be a dream child. A Scream. Dream I know you just rewatched Scream. I feel like we can handle Scream. They're just Scream's teens, easy. dude. They're, yeah. just, they're just they're just edgy shitty teens. kids. One of them has an extra long tongue that you need to watch out for. I'm yeah. sorry, Matthew Lillard. What were you doing in that entire he movie? Was, and so I, I said this to you on Twitter, weird. but like I saw that movie so young. Matthew God. Lillard, like the part where where he's like, uh, oh, like my mom's gonna be so mad at me or whatever, like. That's in my brain forever. Because when I was seven, all I was worried about was my parents getting mad at me for something. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so like the- him doing all, I don't know, like that. I was so scared of knives for a little while after that. It didn't last, you know, as an offshoot of my love of swords. I couldn't be afraid of knives, you know. Um, but you I have definitely to, you know, don't be seven and see Scream. I, I don't, I think I could live in Scream. All those kids, all those kids were idiots. Every single one of them were mm-hmm. idiots. Um see friday the 13th jason halloween is just more you know jason stuff so i don't know that i could really hang there yeah he's, paranormal he activity kinda... i don't well, know paranormal... yeah i don't know that i would be able to do the the video stuff like i'm good i'm better at audio i could do i could yeah. do what if paranormal activity <laughs> but a podcast i think we could be... do okay as like the guys that got called in um, sure yeah yeah definitely absolutely yeah but being being the one in the house dealing with that you know your wife's just waking you up every night with some story about some fucking ghost and you're like honey Oh, Jesus Christ. Another dream. <laughs> Girl, you're dealing with an actual dream warrior over here, okay? Honey, I would know if something was going on. <laughs> honey, the house will still be haunted at 9 a.m., okay? I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Very the house is gonna The house is going to be haunted when it's not my day off, okay? Let me let me lay in yeah, for a little come while. Come on, please. Please. Uh, what, what about, you, you know a bunch more, like, weird Japanese horror stuff than yeah. I do. Like, what, what, well, what, there's what one, stuff would one you missed have? call. What is that? Um, I don't know that. Where you get a phone call for? I, oh, I have been a while since I've seen that. You get a phone call, and if you answer it, then it's like you're gonna you're gonna die soon or whatever. It's like infects like the cell phone, so like people in your contacts will get called next or something. I think um, that one seems bad because I'm addicted to my phone. 
Um, but I don't answer any phone calls. Um, yeah, and I'm not. very quick to block any number I don't recognize. Sorry if you're just the bank or whatever. You're never contacting me again. If it's important, send a letter. <laughs> you got my address. <laughs> You've got my real address, which is very um, few people do. Let's see. Oh, this is actually actually now since we since you mentioned it, and I'll probably forget if I don't. You might get a mysterious package soon. Okay, okay. <laughs> just just if it's I don't know what the return address is going to be. I don't, but it's it, it may be just a weird mysterious package. But don't open it without talking to me first, or okay. you, know, you and your loved one might die if you don't open it properly. <laughs> All right, well that's I remember Anthrax. Okay, um, yeah, definitely. It's one of those. I put um, my mask on. Let's see what other movies are there. Um, it. What about it? Or just it. in it general stephen king stuff i don't think that i could survive and it's all too mystical for me it's like, so I, it's just out of control like is yeah. he's a giant spider he's god he knows the crimson king who's that um you know a lot a lot going on there um he mostly goes after little you know little kids right yeah I'm, i i ain't one of those i definitely I'm, i'll mind my business if i see pennywise i will not acknowledge him Dude, if I'm walking down the street, if my sailboat goes in the sewer, I will just go get another sailboat. Yeah. I will go to Amazon.com. Poor Amazon. Billy didn't have Amazon.com, so he was he got murdered. He got his arm ripped off. I think uh, having read it twice okay. and mm-hmm. having seen you know the movies a couple times, I think I can confidently say that that guy uh, thrives off of attention. If you don't give him any, he'll go <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah. He's a redditor. Yeah. yeah, the 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 spider god of it is just a redditor. That's all. It's that, just that like is. it's literally. Yeah. He thrives off of you taking the bait. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're not careful, he's going to throw some naked old ladies at you just, he, to, just yeah, to spice yeah. it up he, a little he bit. He posts you watch a really controversial it. topic on, at the bulletin board at the school library. <laughs> that's and if you right. come to debate him, you're dead. So yeah, you're that's dead. how you it, it works, right? That's how Pennywise works? 100%. 100%. That's how Pennywise fans at us. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Saw movies. Oh, that's tricky. That's See, tricky. I, don't, I would be so mad at the entire situation that I yeah. would refuse to participate in the yeah. game. So I might I would just, just be like, let's, you know, wrap it up right here. And now, um, that, I mean, the first, the first saw two guys, one room handcuffs. Um, I think, you know, maybe if I had a wife and daughter to save or whatever happens mm-hmm, in that movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, maybe, you know, it's just all about, uh, mental fortitude and whether or not you can endure those trials and get through it all. Um, okay. So that's that's a question mark. But all this, other, every, he's just getting freaky with the other ones. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Jigsaw. He's having too much fun. He's riding around on a little bike. How'd you get so small? How'd you get so small? How'd you get like so that? tiny, Jigsaw? How'd you get so tiny? There's probably a bunch of lore that explains Tiny Jigsaw that yeah. I don't. It's I, I, it, I mean, I haven't seen it probably since I was a teenager. But I think the first saw is really good. Um, or it was yeah. when I saw it again when I was. I remember teenager. it being very. I remember it being very um, unique for the time. Mm. It's just in like the amount of brutality. Like a lot of people called it torture porn. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't like. I don't like that kind of stuff. And I don't either. Um, um, but I, I think it, for its time when it came out, it was like kind of shocking and like the moral quandary was really interesting. Yeah, it had some good that. twists. It had a lot of mm-hmm. good moral questions. Um, but I don't. I may have seen Saw Two at like a friend's house or something. But I don't think I've seen any of the other ones because they just don't. They, that kind of horror doesn't really interest me. Yeah. Um, like The Hills Have Eyes. I don't think I've seen that. Like all those other kind of. I've went um, through all of the paranormal activities at one point or the other, so I've seen all. of I those did like those because I just like I like haunted stuff. I like ghosts. I, I've seen so, most of the Hellraiser movies. <laughs> probably. I That's don't the- know <laughs> if I've ever seen a complete Hellraiser movie. There's a lot of like big movies that I haven't seen. 
the first um, one is not the first one is, is has the benefit of being pretty fucking short um mm. it's 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 you're kind of in and out of it i don't know the exact runtime but i want to say it's like 90 minutes so like you're not dealing with pinhead for a long time and you kind of hate all of the protagonist uh anyway so you're, <laughs> you're just like down for them. like 80s horror it's just like Absolutely. yeah you don't really like anybody that much there's there's always the final girl and she's the only one that they like mm-hmm. let be a decent person <laughs> i was disappointed i wanted to watch uh the new nightmare by Wes Craven. By the way, if you go on JustWatch.com and you look up New Nightmare, it'll tell you that it's on HBO Max, and that is a truth. And you'll go to the Nightmare on Elm Street series, expecting to see New Nightmare somewhere along with there, but it's not. It's under the W's because it's Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Oh. Ask me how I know. I scrolled through every fucking movie in the horror section That's until so I found it. Annoying. Um, but that that movie's like over two hours long, and I was just like, I don't, I don't, I still got to make food before she gets here. I don't have time for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um let's see the only the only like I guess sort of body horror or torture thing I liked I like I liked audition um because that, that movie's it's very creepy it's kind of a slow build on the one hand you're like this guy kind of has it coming he literally had like wife auditions <laughs> um but at the same time it's like oh he hasn't done anything like too scummy he's got a son um so it's like it's watching that movie it's just like I don't know. You're on, you're on a roller coaster with that. Um, the uh, that was probably my first like Japanese horror movie or whatever, and I was mm-hmm. unprepared for what I was getting into. So like when the end happens, I was just like behind my couch, like oh my god, yeah. I did not expect any of this. What is what is going on? I read the book for that too before I actually saw the movie. I um was just going through. I think it's I think it's Ryo Murakami. I could have the author wrong on that, but I let a. Uh, blah, blah, blah read a lot of the other Murakami Murakami's novels. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just see this one next to it. I'm like, oh, well, let me check it out. Not even putting two and two together that this is a famous horror movie. Um, in the book, again, as far as I remember, I think that's where I was getting my misconceptions about the main character being like forced into this uh, thing. His friend is like, you're a sad, divorced loser. I'm going to set you up with uh, a, a nice young woman to be your wife, whatever. Um, so you kind of feel bad for the dude because he gets roped into it. But in the movie, I think you're supposed to just be like, yeah, you're a creepy old man. <laughs> no wonder this is happening to you. Um, Chucky. Let's see. Chucky. I don't, I don't do not fuck with Chucky. That's another one I saw when I was like 11. I will little, fuck Chucky up. I will kick that little dude like he is a fucking like, football. Bring like he it. is. Like, I will bring just, it. like, I what are you going to do? Bring your, bring your wife along, too. I don't care. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't care I'll if you have a little weird doll. Like, I don't yeah. care. Not scared of Chucky in the least. Look at it, all it, these figs. You think I'm afraid of you, Chucky? Dude, I have I have nightmares of all of Chris's figures coming up, coming to life and coming after me. You think I'm scared of you? You're a doll. Ain't no way. Yeah, Let's battle, dude. Bring it. Uh, alien? I feel like I would die instantly in an alien movie. Yeah. Those are, see that almost is like it's that's just not fair. That's just not fair. That thing that thing is a killing machine. Look at that thing's head. Yeah, that, <laughs> I'm not dealing with that head. <laughs> that thing is a is an organism designed only for killing. <laughs> like that is what you that know what is. I did. Um, oh, the strangers like the home invasion stuff. Mm. That's Dude, pretty spooky. I, I, that's, a lot uh, of them. That's one of my just, uh, like genuine in real life fears. So like watching yeah funny games for example was oh funny games yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. could not could not fucking handle it like i finished the movie but like was li- let's turn on the lights baby <laughs> so we can yeah. finish this yeah. movie <laughs> yeah the strangers i uh i did a i hadn't seen it until college i was in a horror class and um that uh, the professor asked us to write uh 
just do whatever, do like a paper on a, or, or a presentation. That's what it was. It was a presentation on a horror movie. And I was a senior and I was a semester behind it because I'd taken a semester off. So I'm like 23. I'm in a group with a bunch of 18 year olds. It was a big, it was a big difference. And they're all like, oh, let's do the strangers. It's the best movie ever. Uh, and I'm like, how the fuck? This isn't that some stupid, you know, whatever horror kid, teeny boppy movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I watched it. I was fascinated by it. I don't really remember what I wrote about, but we did very well on the project. And I remember being like really engaged and be like, wow, this movie fucking gets it. I was totally wrong. <laughs> um, and I may have said this on here before. I've told this story before. Um, <laughs> there was a, uh, a another group that did their presentation on The Fourth Kind. Have you seen that movie? Uh, the fourth it's a, kind? No, an alien all. movie starring Mila Jovovich, and they say that it's all based on true events, and it's like real footage, which is not true. It's yeah. not real footage. It's mm-hmm. not based on real events. Um, and this group did their presentation on that, and um, a bunch of us in the class were like, "Isn't that not true? Isn't isn't it not based on a true story? Their entire thing was based on, oh, this is real. This really happened. It used real footage." That's why it's scary. Yeah. It was somebody who didn't understand the assignment. But, but the I woman from Resident Evil is here. Is, is, is yeah, all I'm saying. Like there was the the core of it was like what makes horror horror or like what makes it work in these. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think with the strangers, we did something about how the masks dehumanize people. Um, very much the like Lord of the Flies effect kind of thing. Like you put the mask on, you stop acting like a person. The the id takes over the ego or the other way around. I don't remember that shit. Um, anyway, it was just one of those things. You dive into an element of it and you explain it, you explore it, f- figure out why it's frightening. And their whole thesis was, well, it's scary because it's real. <laughs> and then everybody in the professor being like, hmm. <laughs> and then everyone in the class being like, isn't that not true? And then I finally, the old man in the corner was like, yeah, it's not true. It's not, it's, it's not based on real events. It's all fiction the and girl the from resident like, evil is in it guys come on what are we doing here the, guy, the professor was like did you not even look at the wikipedia page like, <laughs> this is a pretty he let, basic he let them redo it and it was fine it wasn't like this was like a huge project or anything but he was like guys come on <laughs> uh i would die almost instantly in any zombie movie ever i think i would just be see my problem with this i think that, that i have come to understand it all i'm going to talk about this a lot is um end of the world zombie plague apocalypse whatever just would give up immediately like don't have no like i just would give up like maybe in my 20s i'd be like let's fight the zombies everybody but in in my 40s absolutely not like i'm not gonna go around with the walking dead crew right like i'm just not gonna i don't want to hang out with uh, sheriff rick i don't want to hang out with bruce campbell with the fucking chainsaw sewed onto his hand like i don't it seems too much that's another thing in high school uh, when I was really into like Resident Evil and stuff, I was like, oh, that wouldn't be sick, dude. But then you like, you know, gain a moral compass and you're like, this is fucked up. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with any of this. You, <laughs> you never know. But um, it's something that I always wanted to write about. I, I always started to try and write stories that involved, you know, the zombie apocalypse, especially when I was in high school. That was like at the peak of like, oh, yeah. zombie everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Walking Dead was just coming out, I think. Um, so, yeah, it was everywhere. It Can't felt like every other week we would get um, like another kind of zombie would come out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, this one goes in like packs and this one's really fast and yeah. this one's in Alaska and so it's, it can stay up all night or all day or whatever. Like, I remember was... really liking 28 Days Later, um, yeah. mm-hmm. which I haven't seen in a while, but that shot of that guy on the bridge in, in abandoned London. Yep. Um, it's stuck in my head forever. And I think the, the, like the villain in that ends up being like humanity as usual. Of course. Um, but 
Jess refuses to watch that. She hates zombie movies so much. So um, I haven't haven't rewatched that one in a while because most of the time, if I'm watching a movie, it's with her. So the last one I watched was um I may have told you about it, but it was um oh man uh Billy Billy Bill Murray was in it, and I can't remember. Oh, it's not. It? It's not. Um. Oh God, the one not, with it's Jesse. Not, zo- not Zombieland. Yeah, not that no. one. Um, it was like the dead can never die or something, or the dead die or some shit like that. Do you know what oh, I'm talking know. about? The dead don't die. Um, and if I told you the cast, like, let me just read the cast to you real quick. Are you ready for this? All right, hit me. Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Tom Waits, Chloe Sevigny, Steve Buscemi, Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> the Rizza, Rosie Perez. Damn. <laughs> um, it was a Jim Jarmusch movie, and I thought it was going to be kind of like super interesting and cool. And it was, it was, I liked it, but it was extremely sl- slow. Like it was, it was mm. really, really slow. And like it felt like it was wanting to be more funny than anything else. So, oh, yeah. I wonder, are there any really scary vampire movies? Dracula. Dracula. I think, like, I what, think the original the right Drac- in. I think the Dracula movie is actually legit scary. Like I think it's I think it's kind of frightening. The, which uh, which one? The 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 one with fucking Johnny Depp and um, is it Johnny Depp? Shit, Keanu. Keanu. Is oh, Keanu. Oh yeah, Bram yeah, Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's yeah, 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 yeah. Dracula. Um, yeah, that one's cool. Um, there's obviously Nosferatu. The first time I watched Nosferatu was pretty spooky. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like what, like 1920s yeah, cinema? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember so, watching it as a kid and going like, ooh. Um, yeah, but it's definitely some unsettling imagery. I remember I, uh, I watched it in a film class and then wanted to watch it with my friends. So I rented it from Netflix and it was like this weird colorized version of the movie. Oh, no, no, um, thank you. And it looked awful. Like it wasn't, it just did not look good at all. And I guess that's all that Netflix had back then. So it's like, yeah, sorry guys, it's not supposed to look like this. Did you ever see Thirst? Describe it. Um, it's like a Japanese horror movie. Um, I I know it because it's just it has like the most like riveting cover you've ever seen if you've never actually seen it. But it's a it's 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 just a very terrifying movie about. I don't even think they're vampires. I think they just like to drink blood. <laughs> it's kind of oh, right. it's kind okay. of ambivalent towards the like it's kind of um, not ambivalent. But what am I looking at? Vague. Uh, um, Vague. Yes. That that sure sounds Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it is. It's like. You'll watch an anime where they will give you 15 episodes worth of exposition explaining a guy's powers. And then the ending is always like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't you, know what you happened. figure it out. I'm like, what no, do I don't want to figure it out. Tell me. And what do you think? Because um, there, there's definitely a philosophy to, the, to Japanese writing that definitely wants to leave things open for interpretation, specifically with endings. And that always drives me nuts. I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm a Westerner. I need, <laughs> give, I need give answers. Give me resolution. It's not terrifying, but I think that Only Lovers Left Alive um, is just gen- generally like unsettling for the entire movie. Like you wouldn't think that Tom Hiddleston until this went on screen would be strange, but it is. I haven't I haven't seen that. Oh, but dude, you would. I think you would actually really dig it. It's also got like a fucking great like grungy soundtrack that I, I listen to any time I'm doing I, um, writing. So there's Let the Right One In. Is that what it's called? Yes, yeah. I watched the original, like I think Swedish, the Swedish version one, of them. I yeah, mm-hmm. or I don't know if it's Swedish. It's, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Yes. Same thing with um, Byzantium. Okay, Have you seen that? I think I think I remember Byzantium. Yeah, it's two women, and I think that they're vampires. But I think that them being vampires is kind of like a twist. It's like mm. it seems like they're kind of just these like wayward women who are trying to survive, and then it turns out like wait a second, 
I think they're vampires. That I haven't happened. seen that in a while. I do remember enjoying it at the time, though. That happened to me re- recently with uh, Neon Golden. Uh, Neon, Neon Demon. The Neon Demon, excuse me. Um, and like, if you haven't seen the Neon Demon, I'm just going to assume that you're not the type of person to ever watch the Neon Demon. <laughs> Is that the Nick Cage movie? No, no, no. Uh, it's the, You're thinking of Mandy, uh, which is also like bright neon violence. Um, but this movie ended with the main character just being eaten by three of her friends out of fucking oh. nowhere. Oh. Well, <laughs> like, out of abs- Oh, I know. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I remember seeing the trailers for that. Absolutely nowhere. Like, it's just like, oh, th- and I thought like, oh, they're going to kill her because she's so pretty or whatever. And uh, they do. And then they devour her, literally Damn. devour her. And I was on, I was like looking away from this. Uh, yeah, that movie, that movie disturbed me in a lot of fucking ways. <laughs> it's just, you know, that's... um. It's the horrors of social media, right? Yeah, Is that yeah exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. I wish I so. I wish there was more scary vampire movies. Because yeah, I'm trying I, to think I've, this whole time, like Salem's Lot, I, I is a pretty scary book. Yeah, it it definitely creeped me out the first time I read it. Um, none of, none of the adaptations of that have ever like nailed it. I think they're working on one now, aren't they? I think so. I think I vaguely remember hearing them. Um, I'm going through a list and of some vampire movies I've never heard of. Because there's like Underworld and which is just those are just action movies. And yeah, then yeah, there's yeah. Um, don't, don't care Interview with the Vampire, which I never found like scary. It's more like a drama, if anything. <laughs> it's it's I mean, it's more of a romance if you ask me. It's I like guess, a, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a rom drama, if you will. Yeah, it's a rom drama. Uh, let's see, The Hunger I've never heard of. What is The Hunger from 1983? Yeah, I don't don't know this one. Um. Let the right one in, obviously. Nosferatu from nineteen twenty-two. I don't know, like of course, of course, Blade. I watched Blade the other day, uh, a couple of months really? ago. Really? How was it? It holds up, dude. That movie's great. That movie's fantastic. I fucking loved that movie when I was a kid. It's dumb, like you know, but I mean, it's it was really like it's probably set the template for like the the violent super. Like without Blade, you don't have Deadpool, right? Like yeah. you have the character. Both characters existed before this, but like I think that like Blade set the bar or set like this whole kind of idea of we could be violent and goofy and be mm-hmm. cool all at the same time i don't remember the reveal but when you find out that if anyone other than blade uses his sword like the handle will stab you or whatever oh yeah <laughs> i dude. thought that was the, the coolest thing ever that dude uh <laughs> i can never remember the guy's name but he's been in everything but uh he I always remember from like the early early mtv ads but he was i mean he's been in fucking everything it's that dude who like picks up this other. Like, I got his sword, and then he's like, "What the yeah. fuck happened to my hand?" Uh, yeah, movie's great. Mm. All right, thirty minutes in. That's our Halloween chat. Should that's we our Halloween. Talk about Seriously, Jesus Christ, Chris! I didn't even get to tell you about my plumber story today. I guess I'll ha- save that. Plumber's story. Save that one for next week. Save it for next week. <clears throat> Make sure I got my notes up. <clears throat> Wasting all my water on the uptake. Seriously, I'm only I'm halfway through.
the cat is my BM. Oh no! <laughs> out of mir- out of difficulties, <laughs> oh, no, you that's the difficulties. It's my BM. <laughs> Put that after the credits. Oh no! Uh, that's it. We're done. You don't have to talk to me for a while if you don't want to. This is how it is. You're way over there. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think you could hear me. See, I have to crouch down to um, do your BMs. uh, Do do BMs. And um, no, to save my thing. Because I have a a stack of seven volumes of Berserk (laughs) Deluxe, the big three-in-one hardcover manga. Um, Mm -hmm. That's what I that's what I put my microphone on top of so that it's Chris height. Um and then my laptop is just down on my bed. So I got you know, I got a squat. Speaking of BMs, I had to mm. call a plumber to get my toilet fixed. And uh I love my plumber. He's really easy to work with. He was like, Hey, I can't be there today. I'm like, Well, I'm out of town tomorrow. He's like, Let's do it Wednesday. Takes me just a little while later. Actually, I'm free today. Let's rock this out. Word, let's do it. Showed up, uh instantly knew what the problem was, proceeded to start fixing it. Um, he's got the, the, the lid off the tank. He's changing parts, lid back on. He's doing some test flushing. He sits down and Chris, I'm a, I'm a weirdo. So when like people come to my house, like a plumber comes to my house, like I clean my toilet. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I just, so I'm like, you know, I clean the bathroom. Right. Uh, right. But he sits down in front to do these test toilets and he, he pushes the, the seat down, but not the lid. And then he proceeds to put his arm on the seat and then lean under to mm. tighten the, the, the water, whatever. Mm. And the whole time I'm, I'm staring at it like, that's just where, that's where my ass that's, goes. That's where, that's, butts, that's where butts and balls go. That's where butts and balls goes, my dude. Like, I'm not going to lie. I guess, but- I mean, he's got to be so used to it. Like, guess, nothing can hurt this guy. But like, he didn't, like, if, I, I would have been like, let me wash up before I get in my truck or something. Yeah. Not him though. He's dude. He's got a toilet truck. I, he's got, and I couldn't. I couldn't handle it, dude. I, he knows, dude. This I, I kind of. I kind of don't want to call him anymore, even though he's a really good guy with really good yeah. rates. He's too good. He's <laughs> he walked in. He goes, ah, oh, I know what the problem is, and then he said, dumps too big, and then he fixed it, and then left you just sort of reeling. It's, it's anyway. That was my toilet story. I thought I would share with you. That's your post credit content right there. I don't. I wasn't recording though, so. That's okay. I, I'll I'll just put this at the end, just with my own right. recording. So I will stop recording now, though.